Hey, welcome to another episode of the Nerdcaster Podcast. I'm your host and resident Nerdcaster, Joe. And um, it's just me tonight. Uh, no guests, no nobody. And uh, that's probably because I'm a little bit excited to talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, movie that just came out. Before that, I'd like to ask everybody to follow us on Facebook at Nerdcaster, on Instagram at Nerdcaster, on Twitter at Nerd underscore Caster, on twitch.tv slash nerdcaster and uh, definitely visit our website for the most up-to-date uh, information on what's going on with the nerdcaster crew and um, yeah so that being said I'd also like to apologize to all our listeners out there for the bit of a hiatus that we were on uh, unannounced unfortunately we uh, had some issues with work and schedules and everything else and weren't able to uh, record for the past uh little while and for those of you who know me on the smash scene you know that i haven't even been to any of the tournaments or or been around uh same reasons been working late uh do still have a a, a real job unfortunately the, the the podcast here and social media doesn't pay the bills but let's get into it so this past weekend me and uh the, the wife Lori saw the the guardians of the galaxy movie um, and I thought it was, uh, eh, meh, it was all right. Um, halfway through the movie, I was like, when is the plot going to begin? Three quarters of the way through the movie. I was like, I guess this, 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 what's going on is the plot. That being said, um, for anybody out there who, uh, hasn't seen the movie yet, um, hasn't, uh, or had, or is planning on seeing the movie, Please stop now, go watch it, and come back because everything from this point forward is definitely going to be a spoiler. So now that I said that I didn't know when the plot was going to begin, let's go over what the plot actually was. Uh, so we start the movie out with uh, the Guardians getting ready to fight this giant 20 million teeth uh, octopus monster thing. That uh, looks like it came through some kind of time warp um, on a planet with the Sovereign. Uh, the, the, they get the, the, it starts off with Rocket trying to get some kind of boombox piece to work because Quill needs his boombox. And uh, Quill and Drax argue with him that it's not important. And the fight begins. While that's going on, Baby Groot is doing his little thing, trying to plug the little device in to get the music going. He does. And the whole first scene while the credits roll is them pretty much fighting in the background while you're watching little baby Groot dance around. <sighs> kind of got a little old to me after a while. Found the background stuff to be a little bit more entertaining. After they go through this little fight scene, Rocket steals batteries from the Sovereign. The whole point of them fighting this monster as he was trying to steal them. And then they jump in their ship and take off with Nebula, who uh, in they who they received for defending the batteries with the Sovereign. It was again, in comes Nebula. Nebula and Gamora are both sisters who hate each other. Their father being Thanos, very important. It's probably how they tie into the Affinity Wars. They get on the ship. They take off with Nebula. The Sovereign realized that uh, the Guardians have stolen the batteries and come chasing them. They go through uh, a fight scene, um, in a Star Wars style, I guess. Looks like kind of right out of the book of Star Wars. They, they, they got, uh, you know, they're chasing the Guardians. The Guardians are maneuvering in and out. Guardians get surrounded. 
and then a mystery ship shows up. It could just like uses some sort of EMP or some shit on the the sovereign. Um, but the the guardian ship already have so much damage that they have to crash land at the nearest planet, which is Burhart or Barhart or Care Bearheart or Tenderheart. I, I I don't I don't I don't know. Whatever the hell it's called. Um, the mystery ship eventually uh, shows up where they are on that planet. Out comes alien man named Ego and his little pet Mantis, who he treats like shit, pretty much. Ego uh, and, and Star-Lord talk, um, realize uh, Ego's been searching for Star-Lord for quite some time. Pretty much uh, all after the events of Guardians 1. Ego um, found out that somebody was able to hold an Infinity Stone with no issue and knew it had to be uh, Peter Quill, his son, and um, shows up and does the, the Darth Vader thing. Are we seeing a connection here between this and, and Star Wars? Ego shows up and tells uh, Luke, I mean, uh, uh, Peter, that he's his dad. Um, Peter uh, goes, yay, okay, I guess. And they, uh, Peter, uh, Gamora, and Drax go with Mantis and Ego to Ego's planet while um, Rocket and Groot and Nebula stay behind, Nebula being the prisoner of, of the Guardians. And Rocket's uh, tending to the ship to be fixed while Peter goes off and has dad time, I guess. Uh, and, and Groot chills back. Uh, Rocket and, and Nebula and them get attacked by the Ravagers, Yondu's group. Um, Pretty crazy. Uh, it was probably one of the better scenes in the movie. Uh, I enjoyed it as far as an action scene goes. Rocket uh, ends up getting captured. A mutiny starts against Yondu by some new guy named Taserface. Rocket uh, immediately makes fun of him. Again, another great scene uh, for hilarity reasons. The movie was not short of humor at all. Uh, I have to say that was probably my favorite part of the entire movie was the humor. If it wasn't for that... I don't know if I could 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 stomach this movie. So while all this is going on, I still am waiting for the plot to begin. We cut back and and we're you see Star Lord bonding with his dad. They play catch with um, with some kind of little electrical ball. I guess they can create. Ego is a celestial. Tells Peter he's been uh, looking for another celestial like him. Says that that he had kids all over the place, but none of them were celestials. Whatever. Uh, Peter and him bond. Ego tells Peter all about how he loved Meredith, uh, Peter's moms, and that is all that crazy shit. We'll get back to that in a minute. They cut back to Rocket. Rocket and Yondu are sitting in a cell after the mutiny. Um, they they have this this bond where they they realize that they're very similar to each other, um, being outsiders and everything else. And uh, they use little baby Groot to try and get uh, the prototype fin for Yondu's head uh, as his little headpiece that controls that arrow thing got broken by Nebula during the fight earlier. Nebula was freed by the Ravagers. She joins them uh, to gain her freedom and then bounces to head back to find Gamora. She just wants to kill her sister. Gotta love family problems. So... I'm guessing this movie probably had a lot of character development. I'm seeing that. You see the character develop between Gamora and and Nebula and how um, the, they, they're sisters. They grew up with Thanos. 
Nebula's all pissed off at Gamora because Thanos busted up pretty much Nebula's entire body and, and replaced it with cybernetic bullshit. Um, Gamora uh, doesn't realize how bad Nebula had it. She always just fought Nebula to win. Didn't think it was that bad. They hug it out at some point. Yay. They join forces. Well, all this crap is going on. Drax and Mantis are are kind of like a side plot. Uh, again, they had some of the best humor scenes in the movie. Dave Bautista as uh, Drax did an excellent job with the humor here. I guess just being himself. I mean, his his banter with Mantis is, is some of the best dialogue in the movie, um, especially when he plays the practical joke on her uh, about petting Rocket while they're eating dinner around a fire or some shit. Just probably that was my, my favorite uh, uh, parts of the movie had to center around those two as well. Like I said, the humor in this movie was not not short. It, it was definitely, in my opinion, the best part of the movie. Um, after all this goes on, e- Ego and Star-Lord uh, are talking about how Ego has planted his seeds. And I put that in air quotes. Um, was not talking about children, but these little little ego balls or whatever that uh, that he planted on on all the, on a bunch of planets but he needs another celestial being to be able to make them grow to take over the planet for whatever reason I don't remember this is when I realized oh shit this is the plot of the movie I mean I knew ego was going to be a bad guy I just didn't realize he was going to be the big bad I'd figure we see another fight scene with Ego and Star-Lord bonding and they work together and, and I, a little bit growing that relationship a little more, I guess. That didn't happen. Um, Ego tells Star-Lord that he is, he's the one who put the tumor in Meredith's head, uh, Peter's mom's, all because he knew if he went back to Earth to see her, he would give up on his... His vision, his goal, his destiny, his whatever the hell it is about those little seedlings he planted. Again, I found the ego and Star-Lord scenes kind of meh. I didn't care for it. I mean, I love Kurt Russell. I think he did a bang-up job. I'd, I'd like to see him play a better badass in the Marvel Universe, though. Just my opinion. After uh, Star-Lord learns about that, he turns on ego and the fight begins for I guess the end of the movie um, while all this is going on Gamora and Nebula uh, uh, Nebula finds and catches up with Gamora they have their battle and hug it out like I said Rocket, Groot and Yondu show up to help Peter with the ultimate ending being Yondu sacrificing himself um, for Peter to, to get Peter out of Ego's planet um, which results in Star-Lord or, or Peter realizing that while Ego may have been his biological father, Yondu was the one who raised him and was his dad. I mean, uh, I guess Disney ending, maybe? I don't know. Whatever. That being said, Yondu passes away. They have a Ravager funeral, which you get to see. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the, the Ravager leaders and all them come together to honor Yondu, who they have pretty much blackballed before this and they come to realize that Yandu was one of them the entire time. Pretty shitty since the dude is dead now, but whatever. My personal opinion, I hope they bring Yandu back. I like him as a character. I like Michael Rooker, Rucker, Roker, Rucker, whatever his name is. Think he's great in everything he did. Um, really love him as an actor. 
But the the one character in all this that we really didn't that I really didn't talk about was the music. The music in this movie had a lot of seventies and eighties stuff, just like the old one. And the music takes on its own character in these movies. I mean, from the first song that you hear in the movie, uh, "Mr. Blue Sky" by ELO, where Groot is dancing his little 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 tree branches off, to "Brandy," which is pretty much the theme of the movie. You can pretty much take that song and understand. Um, how it relates to ego and his plans, and that's pretty much ego says that in in, in the movie. So <laughs> it's not like I came up with that. But like all Marvel movies, you get your post post credit scenes, and um, you get the Sovereign Cocoon as one of the scenes. Uh, it looks like the High Priestess Aisha from the Sovereign is baking some dude in there named Adam. I know there's some 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 talk about it being Adam Warlock. I don't know. I think they might change this a little bit. I'm wondering if it's going to be Black Adam, as The Rock has already announced that he's playing a character in the Marvel Universe who um, I believe he revealed to be Black Adam. So I think that I, I have just this funny feeling they're going to gonna change that for uh, the future of the Guardians movie. Uh, whether he shows up in... The Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which was announced, or he shows up in Infinity Wars, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Not really too excited for it. Don't really care. Um, we also get to see that Stan Lee's character. We, we finally find out that the Stan Lee character in all the Marvel movies are all linked. He is a an informant to the Watchers. For those who don't know, the Watchers are a group in, in the... Marvel Cinematic Universe, or uh, now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but uh, they def they their 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 presence are definitely in the comics. We also get to see Kraglin, which is Yondu's first mate, and the only one who stuck by his side through the mutiny. Um, use Yondu's arrow and try to get that under control, and we get to see teenage Groot. So we see that Groot is growing up, which is probably going to lead us into a full-grown Groot, hopefully for Infinity Wars. Uh, but definitely by uh, volume three of the uh, Guardians. So that being said, that's pretty much the plot of the movie. Now, my thoughts, again, is the movie was meh. I thought there should have been a little bit more action scenes in this movie. We got one in the very beginning. Um, a couple when the sovereigns show up to, to attack them, but nothing really crazy. Um, I really want to see more hand-to-hand combat. I don't think Drax got to play, uh, or, or Drax the character didn't really get to play a, a, a beastly man beating the hell out of things, except for the very beginning of the movie. I would have liked to seen him more in uh, action. And, I mean, I would, again, it, it, this movie to me was more of a, a movie about family and, and character development. I'm all for that. Those of you who, who know and, and have listened, I'm very big in character development and video games. I don't know. I, I don't like the way it really worked in this movie. Maybe I need to see it again. I am going to give this movie a second chance. I don't hate it. I, I don't hate it. I, I will watch it again. I'm hoping it, it makes it better on my list seeing it a second time. I'm hoping this is one of those movies that maybe I missed something or maybe something just wasn't there. That was there before. Uh, wrong movie. But I'll give it another shot. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. It's probably going to be a wait to DVD release. Um, but definitely going to check it out. 
that being said, I'd like to hear what you guys think. I'm pretty sure I'm getting screamed at right now by some of you as you think this is probably the best Marvel movie in the entire cinematic universe right at the moment. Um, so I'd like to know what maybe I missed. What should I look for? What 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 were your thoughts? Uh, visit us on, on the website at www.nerdcaster.com and post in the comment section for this episode. Um, really interested in, in, in that. And uh, hope to see you guys at a Smash event coming up. I'm going to try to make the break next Tuesday. Hopefully things with work have calmed down by then. Um, that means that I guess I'll talk to you cats later. Nerdcaster out. Nerdcaster out.